0: Houston Running Zone, the ultimate podcast for runners in the Houston area, featuring the everyday runners who inspire us, clubs, gear, races, and runcations. Houston, we've got the runs. Today in the zone, we
1: have an amazing marathon runner, but more importantly, she is the president of the 100% volunteer-based Houston Area Roadrunners Association, which is also known as Hurrah. So uh, welcome to the zone, June Harris.
2: Thank you, Keith, and thank you for having me on. I I appreciate the invitation. To introduce everyone to Hurrah, I'd like to say that Houston Area Roadrunners Association advocates for the entire Houston running community. And uh, we, we work with Houston area parks when they're working on parks improvements. We work with the Houston Marathon and some of their planning. Uh, we are a partner with Houston Safe Streets Coalition. And, um, and we provide uh, financial support for some of the grassroots organizations in our area, such as Bellinizio, Which uh, helps women overcome addiction and incarceration through teaching them healthy lifestyles through running and diet. So we uh, contribute to Bellinizio. We also contribute uh, to Run for Wellness, which is an organization that provides free five timed five k races in area parks. Of course, right now they're not able to hold live races, but now that's only
1: every two weeks is they normally would do it. Every no, two they weeks? do it
2: once a month.
1: Once a month, you oh, may okay. be
2: thinking of the park run, which I think was every two is every two weeks. But Houston yeah. Wellness has a couple of locations in parks where they provide these free timed 5K runs. And yeah. very few of the hurrah membership go to these runs. These are actually reaching you know, neighborhood people that are not connected to the running community. So, and and so this, we support their efforts to get people involved, and then uh, we support um, girls on the run as well, which is in the schools and and gets teaches girls uh, to be more confident at, through running. In late last year, we nominated the city of Houston. To receive the runner friendly community de- designation through Roadrunners Club of America. Now, how and, did you go
1: about doing that? Was it like well, you just kind of submitted a, a, a form with they, uh, RRCA, it, or how did that work out?
2: It, the, the nomination, uh, the application process is on the RRCA website, but it's not a simple process. And I think that's why Houston is the largest city to have it because it takes so much time to get everything together for this nomination. So you have to uh, show, you have to provide uh, information showing that, that there are areas in, in our running community where people can run five miles without having to cross a street or without encountering a stoplight. And oh, wow. we have several areas like that. I mean, we have Buffalo Bayou, we have Memorial Park, Seabrook Trails, Terry Hershey Park. So we, uh, working with the Houston Parks Association, we were able to provide um, maps showing those areas. And so for then, the Hurrah
1: membership, you're actually it's, it's all volunteer, so it's not like you're yes. paying someone's salary. So you're, the money's going to obviously the community as well as making the runner community safe. And now now for the, the trails or the, the five miles or, you know, without having cross major streets, is there like a somewhere on your site that has this information or if not, we'll put it uh, in the show notes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, Think it's on the site. I mean, I can send you what I. Well, give
1: us give us some of your favorites. You said um, obviously Seabrook. Well, that's you know, my Seabrook neck of the woods. Is one <laughs> of my
2: favorites. And Buffalo Bayou. I mean, they they uh, redid the trail along Buffalo Bayou uh, maybe over five years ago, and of course, it's been affected by some of the floods we've had, and they've had to re repair. But when they were planning. Uh, to redo the trails there, they actually had two people on their board or on the advising committee that were members of Hurrah. It was before my time, but uh, Lisa Ferranda worked with them. And then uh, one of the city council members, that's a runner and I forget his name, but that trail is
1: beautiful. I mean, you could park
2: it it really is nice and, and it's a five mile trail. And, and now you know you can run under shepherd drive and continue down to memorial park and oh, wow. you know make it a longer run but and but at some point you will cross roads but uh anyway uh, And you Terry got to do Hershey, like a,
1: a whole part with the mayor too right the little proclamation well
2: that's just it uh now <laughs> As part of the application process, we had to have a letter from from the mayor's office. So I was working with Uh them. So when we got it, when we got notification from RRCA that we received the designation, the mayor's office was the first office I contacted and said, hey, we've got this. We're the largest city in the country to have this. And so immediately they reached out and said, well, we want to do a presentation, a proclamation. For runner-friendly community day, so we actually met uh, with city council in March and got the proclamation uh, from the members and all. It, it was it was really a special day for us. Uh, That's super cool.
1: I got sorry, uh, I got excited, but you said uh, Terry Hershey Park, other places to to run around Houston. That's is that West Side
2: Terry Hershey Park? Yes, yeah, is, is just outside the loop. I think yeah, just outside the loop. Okay. Or, or the Beltway. The Beltway. Oh, yeah. On yeah, the west okay. side of town.
1: I know it's part of TIR, but by, by that time, it's, it's the second day, and I'm that's pretty right. much foggy.
2: Terry <laughs> Hershey, and then George Bush Park is part of TIR as well. That's I, the I one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we have so many great parks. And then Herman Park. Oh, my gosh. That's where I've been running lately because their trails are so wide that you can socially distance there easily. And is also it also
1: attached it, to the Rice Trails?
2: It, you can pepper? well it it is but you have to cross uh fannon or main street you have to cross the main street but it's a it's a safe crossing okay. but uh you can stay on the east side of uh main street and and run all around and and get up to five miles and stuff and run near the zoo and nice. and it's beautiful you know it's gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, obviously most people think hurrah is like a running club, which it is. And, you know, remember for whatever it is, you know, $30 or whatever. Um, But there's like me, I'm part of several (laughs) running clubs. I know you talked at the Marathon Expo about the different running clubs. So many people are like, well, running clubs, I mean, you have to be serious. Um, And absolutely not, because (laughs) I'm the back of the pack runner.
2: (laughs) Both of us are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Without us. The front half would not be possible. Top half. That's whatever. right. But what are you know? What are the different running clubs so people kind of know what to look for?
2: Well, uh, you can find the running clubs on the Hurrah site, and that's uh, Hurrah.org. Uh, and you can find running clubs that uh, you can click on the different clubs for on the map. There's a map that has spots for the clubs, and you can click on a club that may be in your area where you live or where you work. And then when you do that, it lets you know uh, those running clubs when they're having their group runs, their typical weekly group runs, and then you can find out if that club's going to fit your schedule and the location fits your 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 location. So, um, you know, we have running clubs all over Houston, up, up to Cypress, down to Clear Lake, uh, Pearland. So, um they're everywhere around rice and all. So I encourage everyone to try to join a running club because it, number one uh, for friendships, but it's safer to run with someone.
1: Oh yeah. Big and, point. Yeah.
2: and, uh, and then you have accountability, it, uh, being accountable to someone to show up to run makes you more uh, consistent in your running. And then, you know, it makes us all healthier too. There's I a lot say of social
1: clubs too, right? I mean, you well, look at all the, was it
2: FFP Almost running? all of them have a social aspect to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's,
1: that's the excuse. That's why they stay in.
2: Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, that's the friendships that you build and stuff. Um, I will say that over half of our membership are not in, are not associated with the running club. So hurrah is their club, but I strongly encourage people to get attached to a running club. I mean, the friendships there are just amazing.
1: Yeah. Cause you're looking at, you know, twenty, thirty $30 just for a, a typical running club. I know there's some free ones was FFP running. Was that really well, like Brian uh, O'Neill's, yeah, which is now somebody else.
2: <laughs> well, it, it's almost every bar. <laughs> around Houston, <laughs> you could do a free run from a bar every day of the week in Houston from different, you know, there's uh West, is it,
1: what, uh, oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you could, and, uh, I can't name them all, but anyway. Yeah. I, I, was it Brian
1: O'Neill's turned into something else a long time ago, but it tells you how old I am, but
2: yeah, but they're all connected with the FFP thing. Okay. Almost and
1: solved. then the, the second tier would be like, uh, the Striders, uh, Bay City Roadrunners, uh, you know, Running Club. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think they're a little Running bit more Club. serious where they get, you know, you can 20, $30, you, everyone, like they love their gear. Like, you know, I, I see all your, your uh, purple or yellow, the Striders That's are in right. red, marks in blue. And I think it's like the, the camaraderie is just amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's nice to, to see the cooperation through all the clubs now. I mean, we, we don't have it this year, uh, but at Christmas time, it, it's neat when the different clubs are having their Christmas lights run and they're inviting people from other clubs or, you know, when people are gearing up for the marathon and the last long run before the Houston Marathon, usually the running clubs open it up to anybody who want to join them. That so so it's always nice to see the cooperation between yeah. all the clubs.
1: Oh yeah, it's super cool. Um, but yeah, I just kind of want to talk about was it was last week or the week before. I kind of noticed an email or talking about being a little bit more proactive and being inclusive and you know making sure everybody feels included. You know, this isn't a political party. Yeah, this is more just you know, people feel, feel included. You kind of mentioned what you're kind of doing with Haraj like there's a yeah. whole committee about this.
2: Yes, uh, we have started a diversity inclusion committee. And the fact is, I mean, hurrah, uh, membership application, or it's not an application, membership registration, we don't ask ethnicity at all. We don't care. But if you look at our clubs and the people running together, there is a visible lack of black representation and because of the visible lack of representation it can be assumed it can be thought that maybe black runners were not did not feel welcome and we don't want that but the but the main problem is the black running clubs and there are many they didn't even know about hurrah so that's back to my comment at the beginning that we do a poor job of making ourselves known in the community. We, we have started this diversity inclusion committee and um, Black Men Run have joined Hurrah, that running club, and then Zone Fitness Club just joined Hurrah and Black Girls Run will be joining very soon. Oh, so, super
1: cool. Well, it yeah. wasn't intentional, I'd imagine, because no. I mean, oh, no. you look at all the running clubs and yeah, there's, there's everybody in different running clubs, but yeah, I, I can see, I can see where that could be taken, you know, the wrong way. Like, Hey, is it cause we didn't know how to recruit? <laughs> well,
2: it's, it's because we didn't extend our hand is okay. the thing. So fortunately there were some conversations and we have extended the hand and, uh, And there's a lot of excitement. I mean, uh, when we posted our uh, Facebook welcome to uh, Zone Fitness, they were so excited and and very gracious about, you know, our welcome to them. And uh, (laughs) they weren't aware of this at the time, but the weekend that people were doing the virtual half marathon that the Striders put on, Mm -hmm. I was out there doing my virtual half marathon and I noticed this large contingent of black runners with shirts on that said zone fitness club. It's like, who are these people? I I mean, I bet they're not hurrah members. And then when (laughs) I finished at, uh, finished my half marathon and I, and I had started at the, uh, the running center in Memorial park, Zone Fitness Club had built their own finish line arch with balloons for their runners that were finishing this virtual half marathon, wow. and it's like I gotta have my picture made there. So
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, we went over and and you know they cheered for my little girl. There was three of us. They cheered for us and all, and it's like. And then the next week they were part of our part of hurrah. They joined. Yeah. So.
1: And I, I, you know, my mom was actually a part of Bark, (laughs) my main running club, back uh, late '80s, but early '90s when she ran the marathon. And yes, I mean, she's she stood out as a five foot Filipino woman. (laughs) I mean, there's a bunch of you know white guys with their shirts off and shorts that are way too short. And I think maybe they hasn't progressed, or we they don't see the representation of 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 it progressing because if I grew up that way. I can imagine other people feel the same way. Like, oh, it's it's just a little click of, of-
2: yeah. And we definitely want to overcome that. And, and like you know, we do have uh, a, a running club, maybe more than one, that's largely Hispanic, but it's not solely Hispanic. But you know, we definitely want to include all runners of like they say, all races, all paces. <laughs>
1: Well, that, that's cool. I mean, it's we're the most diverse city here because everyone comes from somewhere else to be in a in a cool city. And I mean, just look at our food scene. So, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I think I think we just have to be more intentional as far as recruiting people. Um, yes, just everybody. Like when I joined Bark, yeah. I mean, it, I live in Clear Lakes. So I mean, we have everybody. Like even my my house has or my street has twenty houses and. Every nationality is represented. So, like to me, this is totally normal, and it should be. But I, I, I think like you know, in Barkley we would always recruit people. I was recruiting people for the slow runners. Had nothing to do with race because that doesn't matter to me.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. no,
1: let's let's make sure to to recruit everybody. I, I see like in the pandemic, I saw people walking that I've never seen in my neighborhood ever. You do you ever yeah. see that? Y- yeah. Like, I think they just wanted to get out of their
2: house. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: You are in the Houston Running Zone. We've got the runs.
2: Many years ago, when I was doing trail running a lot, we used to laugh at our group that would go to Huntsville all the time to run, that we were the United Nations because we had my friend... Noful, who was Syrian, Shirley was British, Pamela was Australian. I mean, we we were the United Nations, right?
1: Yeah, that's how so. it should be. We're in Houston. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly.
1: And there's a half breeds like myself. Um, but I, and I think you know what you had a good point about the the zone uh, fitness photo, and not just because they're a new club. I think we should have more photos so people kind of know okay, I can be, I don't have to be, I can be a, a walker. I can be someone that's just wanting to use it to lose weight or, you know, to do mm-hmm. their first five K. I think, you know, the more right. photos people. Yeah. If yeah. you're part of the hurrah, was it the group, Facebook group page, post up your photos. We, so people yeah. know that it's not just for people that are running, you know, three hour marathons. Cause that's not going to happen with me.
2: No, <laughs> no. And you know, we do have a couch to five K program, uh, that hurrah, on called power in motion and uh so they just finished their fall season
0: oh super Uh, cool
2: yeah so we'll have another power in motion of course i have to do it via zoom now um yeah (laughs) but but it it was successful so they're gonna you know we'll have another one in the spring all
1: right, super cool. And yeah, as things go back to normal, uh, obviously we have the uh, the spring series and the fall series. I know the virtual thing is getting really old, um, but at the same time, a lot of these clubs uh, they're still giving back to charity. Like, while well, all the all the runs are given to charity, right?
2: Uh, well, all that I'm associated with. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yes. like the hur- hurrah warm up series. Or, or sp- uh, yeah, there's a. It's called the warm up, up series. Or called fall series. I I always mix it, it, it up. It's the warm up series. It, okay. I
2: mean it's both it's the fall series of warm up <laughs> races to the marathon but it is true uh you know some people are saying oh i don't want to do a virtual race and and i just keep telling them you need to embrace the virtual run uh number one we need to support these race directors that have been providing us quality races For years and years and years, and they still want to keep the running community connected and and they're doing the best they can to make the races as interesting or the virtual races as interesting as they can. So I I think it's important to support them. But also the 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 charities that have benefited from these races, they're struggling with smaller donations from from everybody. And so the fact that these virtual races are still going on and they're still contributing to their charities, I I think is so important. And um, so I I just wish everyone would just embrace the virtual. Yeah, I I know it's tough, especially for the competitive group. Oh, yes. Uh, For me, not so much. (laughs) But it's it's important to give back. Oh, uh, definitely. So um,
1: when things are back to normal, what what are some of the, just a couple of local races that, that, you, that you personally prefer? Which ones do you like?
2: Oh, uh, well, of course, Hurrah puts on the Bayou City Classic in the spring every year. And the Bayou City Classic, the proceeds from the Bayou City Classic goes back to Houston Parks. So that is very near and dear to my heart uh, that, that, you know, participation in that,
1: Do You guys still haven't, I haven't done it the last couple of years or, well, well I've compl- actually never done. I've, I've only volunteered at like five years in a row. Is it still at city hall, city hall?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's, there, that's there's cool. construction there, but yeah, it starts and finishes at city hall, but, um, you know, yeah, St. It Arnold beer at
1: the end. So that was, that was perfect. Yeah,
2: exactly. It has a really good post-race party. And then we had the centipedes where everyone, uh, you can dress up as a theme, six people or more, and we call it a centipede. So I think, you know, that adds a little fun to the to the mix. And so, you know, that that's an important race for me. And of course, you know, I'm fond of uh, the races down in the Seabrook area, the Bridge Series, of course. Uh, the Kima run over the bridge, the Galveston run over the bridge, and then the LaPorte run over the bridge, which benefits bridge over troubled water. So, so that's very close to my heart as well. Well, Um, I'll
1: embarrass you one more time here because you just finished your 50th marathon.
2: In January, I finished my 50th marathon and most likely my last.
1: (laughs) I mean, was it, did you just, do your first one? You're like, wow, I could do 49 more of these. Or like, what, what, what brought no, that up? You just got I never, addicted?
2: I, I never thought that it would turn into that when I ran my first one. I just wanted to run one. But, you know, you have to be careful with the company you keep, I think. And uh, peer pressure, <laughs> it wasn't peer pressure, but it was just my community became marathon runners, and wow. so, you know, there's
1: other uh, distances available, right? It's like, do you have,
2: well, I, yeah, I did the half I'm, I'm embracing the half now, but uh, you know, and I did six ultras. So I count those towards my marathons as well. But uh, you know, I, my friends were all doing these marathons all over the world and it's like, well, I want to go there and I want to do that. And, so, it, you know, they, they mount up pretty quickly. So
1: what would be like the most unique runcation or, you know, give us two of them that you really like, this
0: is two.
2: Okay, totally different. Me, I did the Great Wall Marathon in 2008. Wow. And that was the year, uh, of course, obviously it was in China, but that was the year that the uh Summer Olympics were held in China. And I was there the month before the Olympics, so Beijing was just preparing for the Olympics. So it was. How many
1: people do that? I mean, do they do it in like starts or how? It's very
2: limited. It's I I think only like three hundred people can do it. I I forget the number, but it's very limited, and you have to go through a um, uh, a tour group to do it. Like I did it through Kathy Loper events, but Marathon Tours goes there as well. But, you know, they can only have a certain number of runners on the wall. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's, it's, it's just a, a three, three mile or two mile portion of the wall that you do twice, one on the way out and then one on the way back. But uh, then you run through these little villages and it, it was the best experience ever to do that.
1: <laughs> I don't think we can top that one off. Maybe maybe we should talk about future. Give me, give me a dream race. How about that? One that you'd love to do sometime.
2: Well, you know, my, my, my running has changed. I I don't think I'm going to do another marathon. I'm trying to think of what it would be.
1: Nothing like icy cold or super hot or
2: Mm, no,
1: <laughs> we're in good company. I'm not doing that either. Yeah, <laughs> I would do Antarctica. Yeah. I was like, why? Why would you do that?
2: But, but <laughs> I have had friends to do Antarctica, you just have to time it so carefully. And
1: <laughs> well, I've been, but I didn't run, I just walked it. It was great, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: But but yeah. I had a friend that invited me to Antarctica. Well, she said you can tick off two. Two continents at one time. They were doing South America, Mm -hmm. (laughs) South America and Antarctica a few days apart or a week apart, maybe. But they did the South America race. And then when they finished, when they got off of the run, they were told, get on the plane. The window of opportunity is closing in Antarctica and we have to do it in the next 24 hours. So they got on a plane. They had to run... Two marathons with less than 24 hours apart. And I was so thankful I didn't go on that trip.
1: <laughs> uh, that would have been your last show. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, we're good.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I guess the last question is, you know, what do you guys, what, what do you do with your medals and your shirts? I mean, do you, do you collect these? Do you, do you um, put them in shoe boxes? I,
2: okay. You have to have I, a few. I save all of my marathon medals. And I save a few of my half marathon medals, depending on where they were. You know, if it was a cool medal or something like that. Uh, All the other medals I receive, I donate to uh, Bling for Bravery. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I take it to Fleet Feet to give to Snowdrop or Bling for Bravery or, you know, I have a bag full of medals in my car right now for the next time I'm at Fleet, <laughs> Fleet Feet to drop it off. Because no,
1: that's a great, if, if you don't go to Fleet Feet or, or On the Run or any local, they're pretty much at every local running store. If you'll go Bling for Bravery, if you have a bunch, uh, he'll pick them up. Oh, uh-huh. come out of your house. That's <laughs> great. Well, um, or just go to the Snowdrop Foundation. They're off of uh, Katy Freeway. They 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 repurpose yeah. them, and I'll definitely have them on because that's great. They repurpose them, yeah. and of course, given yeah. to uh, children who are doing their cancer treatments.
2: And I can't remember, did I hear the guy uh, from Bling for Bravery speak at Bark one time? I, I heard him speak one time or something. I don't know. I had his card.
1: Yes, yes. And he, um, he always... Donates raises the most amount of money for the Snowdrop Foundation every year. Oh, that's for, right.
2: Yeah, for
1: the Houston Marathon, as well as I believe even for the Snowdrop the Race over New Year's, which of course is deferred.
2: Virtual, um, yeah. but
1: yeah, th- he's amazing.
2: And and the shirts I I, I donate most of those too. In fact, just recently I took a big box to uh, Lord of the Streets, which is a is a uh, a group that. Works from the Episcopal Church. That's their charity arm to deal with homeless or, or you know people in need. So Excellent. they 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 want T-shirts. They have a need for T-shirts and socks. But anyway, okay. I give them especially my- this time
1: of year. Yeah, socks yeah. are very important. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- thanks so much for for sharing. We'll definitely have you back on when uh, we actually have races uh, that we can actually run. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that'll be nice when we get to all see each other and and, uh, hug each other at a post-race party and give high fives and all that. I look forward to that time.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be awkward (laughs) in a positive way. Like, how do we do this?
2: Trying to bump elbows.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Someone's getting elbowed to the face accidentally. It's going to be weird. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Thanks again, uh, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you soon at, a, at an upcoming race. Appreciate okay, it.
2: Okay. <laughs> thank you, Keith. I appreciate the opportunity. And you can follow Hurrah on Facebook and Instagram at Hurrah Runs. So.
1: And it's H A R R A dot org. Is that correct?
2: Yes. All
1: right. Terrific. Well, once again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, podcasts are obviously free. Always ask if you know someone that could use this information, just you know, share it with them. And if you want to be the first to find out about upcoming weekly episodes, you can hit the subscribe button. I think it's also the follow button if you're on Amazon or just kind of depends on your podcasting service. And if you like the episode, hey, rate us five stars. Give us a quick review if you're on Apple Podcasts and look forward to sharing another episode next week.
0: Thanks for visiting the Houston Running Zone. If you know someone you'd like to be featured in the zone, go to thehoustonrunningzone.com and send us a message. Until next week, always remember, Houston, we've got the runs.